This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Blue Wire. What's up, friends? Welcome into episode 28 of Press Pass. I'm Kayla Anderson, joined by the lovely Ella DiGiovanni. And Ella, I have to say this because I am not a big holiday celebrator except for my birthday. And (laughs) that seems to be a week-long celebration. So I'm getting pretty pumped because Friday is my birthday. And I think of it much different than other people, instead of growing a year older, I just tend to just go backwards. So every year, I just feel like I'm getting younger and younger. And I think that's the way, hey, you should look at it, right? Oh, so so then you're just catching up to me if you're going backwards. I am. I'm catching up okay. to you and I'll soon be right there with you. So. Great. <laughs> but then you're going to have to eventually go backwards. And I'm going to have to start going backwards. Exactly. Okay. So it okay. will even out. So yes, it's a birthday week. So we're celebrating... My bros coming into town and get this, you know, I've been in seven different markets. So I've been in different cities each time. My brother has not once, not once came and visited me in any of those cities. I know. Isn't that crazy? He never came to Columbus. Never came to Columbus. He wanted to because my brother um, is a big hockey person. He played since he was like three years old. So he wanted to come see the Blue Jackets. It just, it's so expensive to fly from the West Coast over this way. And the only reason why he's able to do it this time is because they have a direct flight now from Sacramento to Nashville. Praise the Lord. Um, So it was nice because it just worked out to be my birthday weekend. So I'm getting excited for that, even though I wish you were here. Uh, That would just make it a little bit better, huh? Yes, it would. Well, um, Kay, should we just jump into our topics this week? Yeah. We don't have a guest, so our listeners are going to hear a lot of me and you today, but we're just going to keep it rolling. Yeah, we are, and we're going to have fun with it. We are. So our first big topic that we want to discuss, obviously the Golden State Warriors swept. Mm-hmm. Not much of a surprise. They they tend to do this a lot. You still have to give them so much credit. I know there's that feeling of, oh, Golden State's in it again. But to be able to do what they have done the past five straight years now is still pretty remarkable. Regardless mm-hmm. of how easy they make it look, it's not that easy. So that was the kind of to be dis- to be expected outcome. Yeah. The outcome that has not been as expected is the domination of the Milwaukee Bucks, okay? Mm-hmm. They've been in full domination mode. The naysayers didn't know if they peaked too soon, how far they could go, or how much gas was even left in the tank. Sunday night's game, obviously, against the Raptors resulted in a Milwaukee loss of the series. They had the chance to take the 3-0 lead. But I don't think they're too rattled. It wasn't surprising that Kawhi rallied the troops and pulled off that huge double overtime win. But I'm still believing in the Bucs all the way. 
Yeah, I mean, Kawhi is going to be Kawhi, and he's going to put his team on his back when he needs to, and he did. He had eight points just in that second part of the overtime. But I'm with you, Ella. I like Toronto. Um, I just think, or sorry, I like Toronto, I should say. I think the Bucs, however, are a better team when it's all Mm -hmm. said and done. Mm -hmm. You know, the Raptors won game three. It took two overtimes to get it. And Giannis Antetokounmpo had his worst game of the series and arguably his worst offensive game of the postseason with just 12 points. So I don't see that lasting long. You're always going to have a dominant player have an off game. We saw it with Curry in the Houston series, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing that can hurt Toronto, Ella, that I just see in the long run it being a difference maker is the Raptors have been awful when it comes to offensive rebounding. Mm -hmm. They have been uh, they have not won the offensive rebounding ca- category in the last three games. That could be a huge difference maker. Sure, absolutely. I completely agree with you there. Like you said, Kawhi is going to be Kawhi, and that was to, ex- to be expected. And Giannis had a bad game, and that happens. And we talked all about that last week when Brooke Weisbro joined us, and we mm-hmm. broke down Steph Curry's kind of up-and-down series against Houston. So, Star players aren't always stars, and that's okay. But the thing that really stuck with me, I, I said earlier that the Bucks don't seem too rattled. They still seem very confident. Is the attitude from Giannis? I have a quote here. Um, he was asked in a, in a press conference if he was disappointed about mm-hmm. the fact that they lost or about his performance. And this this quote just totally blew me away, and I had to share it on the podcast. He said, quote, What I have done in my life so far, put my brothers in private schools, taking care of family in Nigeria and Greece, disappointed in a game? I'd be disappointed in myself if I was disappointed. Yeah. And when you have a guy like that just spitting the truth, yep. I- I'm not worried about them. Nope. I think they have a strong leader. They have a good supporting cast. And let's just be real. I want to see them win it because they're going to give the Golden State Warriors the best push in the final. Yep. So um, I'm definitely with you on that one. Let's transition into a um, topic that was big this weekend because yes. it was uh, dominated by one guy. It's the PGA Championship we're talking about. And Brooks Kepka. what a performance mm-hmm. uh, by him the entire weekend. He wins the PGA Championship getting his fourth major in just less than two years at the age of 29. Now, this is a guy who does not show a lot of personality, very stoic, but is the most dominant player on tour. My question to pose to you, Ella, is Mm -hmm. this good for the game of golf right now with Tiger kind of transitioning out in the next few years? Is this good that we have a guy like this? Or do you want someone with a little more personality for the fans? I don't really think the personality part matters. I mean, you saw him animated when it was time to be animated. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the 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 game of golf, the sport, I, I think he gave us a good window into the future. We need guys like him to to show up on the tour and, and make a statement. And Brooks has done exactly that. Him and Dustin Johnson, I mean, they definitely created drama down the stretch, which is also good for the sport. You kind of yeah. thought, Wow, is is Kepka about to to blow this? Because Dustin Johnson was was right there with him, um, but there he went to go back to back PGA champion. And the craziest part, because you know he did show such a 
a glimmer into the future. The craziest part was the last person to go back to back was Tiger in 06 and 07. Yeah. So I thought that was a little eerie, I guess you could say, because there is so much talk of, you know, who will be the next big name? No one's going to be Tiger Woods, you know, and you had guys like, like Rory and Jordan Spieth and, and guys like that where they were pulling off these big, these big major wins and thinking, is that the next tiger? Is that the next, the next tiger? I don't think there is a next tiger, but there, there are guys like Kepka who you look and think, okay, the future of golf is very bright. Here's the thing. I personally like personalities when it comes mm-hmm. to sports, especially in golf, because it is such a slow paced sport and you have time to kind of see the personalities form in these tournaments. Right. So I have always liked guys, obviously, you know, this like Ricky Fowler. I was just going to say, Ricky brings it. (laughs) Yeah, Justin Thomas. But let's be real. They're not out there winning majors every every year, you know? And so I think for the game of golf, this could be good to have that balance with maybe a dominant player like this. I'd put Dustin Johnson up there as more of a stoic guy too. Yes, But here's the thing. And and they are Tiger-like. The, the way that they carry themselves, they're not as much media friendly, which mm-hmm. bothers me because I'm a media person. But looking at it as a fan point of view, if you're dominant and you just keep winning, that's going to attract fans. And so I also look at it this way. When I was listening to a lot of the other golfers this week talk about Brooks Kepka and his dominance in these majors, uh, guys like Phil Mickelson even said, hey, we have a lot of respect for Kepka, uh, Har- Harold Barner, the third, a younger guy. Yeah, uh, he he also said this is great for the game of golf because it pushes other pros to be better. Boom, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is what we need to hear. Yep. Well, here's the thing. A lot of pro golfers don't do the playoff beard or anything, but I can tell you, I've been around a lot of hockey, and those guys do need razors and good ones at that so harry's razors is helping blue wires listeners with a better shaving experience go to harry's.com slash blue wire to save ten dollars on a value trial set which includes a five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade rich lathering save gel and a travel blade cover enough with the cheap razors guys go try harry's now it's three dollars for our loyal listeners Harry's has fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality and durable blades at a very fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for $3. Well, Kayla... The playoff beard guys need to check out Harry's. A group of guys I don't need to check that I don't think need to check out Harry's right now because they're clean shaved and ready for the start of a new season are the NFL players who have been reporting to OTAs this week. You know, this is my favorite time of year. I'm just ready to go. I said to my sister yesterday, I said, I love summer. I can't wait for summer, but I just want football season to come. I know you do, girl. (laughs) So let's talk some storylines coming out of OTAs. It's a busy time of year because you have the rookies coming in, um, guys that were picked up in free agency are showing up. Some guys aren't showing up, Kayla. Malcolm Jenkins from the Eagles, a no-show 
for Eagles OTAs, which is surprising for the kind of guy he is in terms of character. He's a guy that's widely respected across the National Football League in general. But of course, in that tight-knit Eagles locker room, it's a big deal. He's not there. He wants to get paid. I get why he's doing it. I just hate the drama every single year of who showed up and who didn't. Yeah, and I think that it when it first comes out, because here's the thing, this is the first gathering of the rookies and the veterans together. So it's right. really a symbolic time because everybody's been waiting for football to start up. And this is really the time when both come together, even though it's not really official yet that everybody has to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. It does it does look bad when you first kind of hear these names that aren't showing up. But then you have to sit back and you have to realize this is a business. Football yeah. is a it's the biggest business in sports. Mm-hmm. And so some of these players have to put their foot down and they have to do the things they're going to do. Does it look good when it looks when you're looking at it as a whole picture as a team player? No, not always, but I think as long as these guys kind of don't wait too long and figure out a deal sooner than later, it's right. okay. Uh, Taylor Luan did it last year. Yep. He, I mean, he became the highest paid offensive lineman and, and he deserves that, right? Sure. But it was kind of a, a hard thing because you, you didn't know what player was thinking what. Overall, it worked out to be fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. It's I'm kind of in the middle with those type of things. Yep. Well, he's waiting to get paid. A guy that did get paid is Julian Edelman of the New England Patriots. Two years, $18 million extension. I'm pretty sure it's about $12 million guaranteed. He was a Super Bowl MVP of the worst Super Bowl ever played. But I think, to be honest, Edelman is probably ending his career in New England. Two more years. Tom Brady is probably on his way out within those next two years. So I think this is the deal to send Edelman off after, after these two years. Yeah, there's no denying Edelman is is great for specifically just great for the Patriots in terms of a fit. Uh, works well with Tom Brady, is phenomenal in the postseason. But here we go with, you know, Patrick Peterson earlier last week and now Julian Edelman. Oh, yeah, get a two year contract, get some money. Uh, you're a PED user, but hey, that's OK. I think that's yeah. the problem I have right now with, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to get on major league baseball for steroid use, but we're not going to get on these NFL players, these big name NFL players for PED use, and then just reward them with a contract. I mean, are we being hypocrites here? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just think there's, there's no balance in the world of professional sports when it comes to if you're okay with something or if you're not like, just because you play a different sport doesn't make it okay. Um, I just, I think we're rewarding some of these guys for things that, they, they may not, you know, really should be rewarded for. I completely agree. Well, another issue that comes up a lot in OTAs are injuries. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's always discussion and debate over how far do you push? How much do you do? And the, just that first phase of OTAs. And Ruben Foster tore his ACL on the first day of OTAs. And that raises the issue again of, did he do too much, you know, mm-hmm. to start things off? And he knows that's the end for him. You know, there was a lot of drama with Ruben Foster getting to the Redskins. And he kicked it off with the torn ACL. It's unfortunate, but this happens. And you just kind of have to sit and wonder, is it 
are the are OTAs kind of the the right process? Should it be more of just getting guys warmed up, getting into the playbook? I mean, I mean, how far should they go? Yeah, well, that was on like the first play of first team drills. And so it's just really what it equates down to is unfortunately just bad luck, you know, and if you think about it, this can happen at any point in even in everyday life, just a freak accident can happen. And so the thing is, is I don't really think they need to change much because it's already kind of like one of those situations where you don't have to show up right away anyway. Right, and it's all at, voluntary. Yeah, at some point, we're, you have to be a professional. You have to be held accountable. And you have to start building that team chemistry earlier than just the, the, the weeks before the season right. starts. Right. And so I don't think a thing like this really should affect that. It's just unfortunate with a guy like him who everybody loves and is a big part of that team that it happened to him, but it was just a freak accident. And I don't think it happens enough to say, Hey, let's, let's try to change it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that debate definitely carries a lot more weight in the preseason when guys are suffering season ending injuries in the preseason. And I completely understand the arguments made against that, but OTAs, like you said, are a good time to get in, start getting comfortable you know, it's only May, June. So the season is far enough away where it is a little bit more relaxed. It is voluntary, but mm-hmm. it's still a good place to get in and get started. So it'll be interesting to see um, kind of how that unfolds and if any other injuries throughout OTAs can create any more talk about what is being done in the early stages of the season. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, we are going to go outside the lines now and discuss some fun topics that went on in the world of sports this past week. And I wanted to start with a hilarious topic going back to the PGA Championship and Brooks Kepka just showing that <laughs> stoic personality. Uh, Golf Channel took a cutaway of him and his girlfriend was walking side by side with him, goes to try to get a little peck from him, and he totally denies her. <laughs> she gets PO'd off and not only wa- looks away, starts walking in front with her arms crossed, which I told, I put a tweet out that did very well on Twitter this weekend. And I said, men, just a heads up to you. When your girl walks in front of you with her arms folded, that is the ultimate saying that she is absolutely unhappy with whatever you just did. And it was pretty funny. I got mixed reactions because I think some people took it the wrong way and were like, well, he was in game mode and he didn't need a kiss. Believe me. Guys, I don't, I'm not like that. I'm like the total opposite. I'm not an affectionate public PDA person. So I would never do that. Uh, But I'm just saying just in any situation, that's how a girl will react when she's really mad at you. Oh my God. It was so funny. That was one of those viral moments. that was all Mm -hmm. over social media so quickly. That was the craziest part. I felt like I saw it on social media as it was unfolding on TV. It, it just kind of took off that quickly but then, of course, went once he won and he was he yeah. went towards his family to um, give them a hug and a kiss and stuff. I was holding my breath like, OK, how is this going to go? And of mm-hmm. course, it was like the longest, most dramatic kiss ever. But it was so funny. And I was wondering what they both were thinking once they got on their phones afterwards and saw how it just went viral. Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally like that did not surprise me that he reacted that way. And I knew it, he'd make up for it in the long run. But I was kind of joking when he was 
um, kind of peeing down his pants there in the last few holes. <laughs> I was I was saying, okay, if this comes back to bite you, you can blame it on the karma of you not giving your girlfriend a kiss. It was funny. Though. I was joking around about it, but yeah, that was fun. It was, that funny. was fun. It was good. It was good. Another big topic that was swarming in the sports world was Chris Long announcing his retirement from the NFL. So anyone familiar with the NFL probably knows the last name Long. Their yep. dad, kind of a big deal. His brother, Kyle, plays for the Bears. Yep. But it was a big deal because of the type of person Chris Long is. A lot of the times on this podcast, we talk about the things about these athletes that stretch far beyond the field or the court or mm-hmm. the ice. And he's one of those guys, you know, giving up a whole year salary to help childhood education. And he's, he's the kind of guy too, that he does things to do them and not for the recognition. And anyone can appreciate something like that. And he's the kind of guy that it's a shame he's leaving the NFL because he's such a great player, but you're kind of excited to see what he does next because you know he's going to do something special and he's going to make the world a better place he already has. And so it's definitely bittersweet. Obviously, being a, a Philly girl, I love Chris Long. Um, but definitely this retirement carries a lot more weight through the sports world mm-hmm. than simply just the Eagles organization or the Patriots organization and play, places he's played he has played for before. Yeah, I just was really, um, I love him too as as a person and more than anything and just what he does in the community and how he gives back just around the world. Uh, and I was really just, it doesn't shock me, but I was impressed with just all the feedback um, he got on social media platforms yes. from other players. I mean, even uh, Titans players who has never played with him. I think Logan Ryan set out a tweet just saying, you know, thank you so much for representing the league in a good way. Because Logan is one of those people who is also mm-hmm. like that. Who affects, exactly. who affects the league in a positive way. And I just hope that we have more players like that. Use these guys as examples, these younger players. Just shout out to you like to learn from these guys because that's what we need more of in the league. Uh, final topic that I thought was fun that we brought up in our last podcast with Brooke was the uh, Curry parents and handling their sons in the last <laughs> series between Portland and and Golden State and how they were going to, you know, where, what, what were they going to support when, how they were going to do it. And I said, remember I said, I think they're going to switch off. A coin or yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. I think they'll switch off. Dad will wear it one day. Mom will wear it the yep. other opposite. And that's what ended up happening. And it was great. I thought it, it's hard, I think, to do that. But when did you, you see their kids. jerseys? They were half mm-hmm. and half. You know, I saw that too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. And that's hard. I mean, I can't even put myself in parents' shoes when they have kids that go up against each other. I mean, it's one thing to have them and they're not playing it against each other. But when they're playing against each other for that much on the line, I can't even imagine. No, and it had to just, they had to feel co- so conflicted the whole time. Or even experiencing some confusion, like they're used to watching Seth, and then they're used to watching Seth, and it's going back and forth. It had to have been just so on overload, basically. And I remember Steph Curry, maybe it was after game two, he said in a post-game presser mm-hmm. that I guess he he drained a three, yeah, and yep. he caught his mom standing up cheering, and then he said, wait, but then she was wearing a Blazers jersey and he was so confused yeah no and that's it I love it though I think that's what makes this 
just makes sports so much more fun as storylines like this, Absolutely. you know? And I know the Bosa's are going to probably have that problem in the future because now yes. they're going to be going up against each other. I know, I know their parents and they're great people. And obviously they've got two very talented boys. So it will be fun to watch them too. Cause they're ultra competitive parents. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. They're both very athletic. And mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to watch them in the future too. When it yeah, comes I love, to that. I love stories like this. Me too. It. Well, it's time for the final knockout round and you know what? We didn't have a guest on today, so we didn't have the assist. But in some lot, in sometimes in life, you don't really need an assist always. Sometimes you just got to step up to the plate and do what you got to do. And hey, that's what we did today. And so I kind of think we we did fine without the assist. I'd like to think, right? Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. We can, I think we can handle it. And if sometimes. we didn't, if we didn't, you guys, you can just tell us straight to our faces. You let us know. You let us know. Let us know. I, true story, though. We did we did have a, a guest that was going to come on, but in the world uh, that it is, and some things happen, that guest wasn't able to come on last minute. So sorry, guys, but I hope you were able to kind of learn some things from us today, and we had fun doing it. So, yep. And stay tuned for next week. Hopefully, we will have a guest on next week. There's still a lot to break down when we're in this part of the season where it's NBA playoff. NHL playoffs and then you have the NBA draft and OTAs and we're getting close to the NFL season it just feels like such craziness it's not the grind of one sport going on right now we're covering a lot and it's been fun kind of bouncing it back and forth with UK and next week hopefully we'll have a guest joining us we will we will and as for all those people out there that need to know where to go to subscribe and follow us on social media where can they go Elf? Yes. So on iTunes, if you're listening, just click that subscribe button. Also leave us a rate and review. We would love to hear from you on Twitter and Instagram at press pass pod. And then our personal accounts, both on Twitter and Instagram at Ella Didge and at Kayla Anderson TV. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in this week and we will be here same place and, you know, always a little bit different time, but we'll be here next week and we hope you guys can join us. Take care. Have a great week.